Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, <clears throat> clear my throat, and fulfill purpose. Oh, we added a new thing for our show. <laughs> yes. Well, first of all, a wonderful Happy New Year to each and every one of you joining us today. We hope you all enjoyed ringing in the new year 2022 in whatever way you chose to do so. Michael and I enjoyed a quiet, peaceful New Year's Eve after a long day of work with a fun dinner and watching a few shows afterwards. Woohoo! <laughs> Something, you know, we hardly have time for. Just a few minutes before midnight, we turned on the Times Square celebration for the countdown and watched the ball fall. Our kitties decided that they wanted their night treats early and went to bed long before that. Fortunately for us, we were so happy about this, there were no fireworks blasting off in our neighborhood to scare them. It was nice to ring in a new year in peace and quiet all the way around. I would say a good sign. It's interesting how different it's been for us to ring a new year in every year. One New Year's Eve when we were living in the high plains in Colorado, right as the clock struck midnight, a howling chorus of coyotes right behind our house rang in the new year with us. For many previous years, especially when Michael's parents were still incarnated here, we followed the Japanese tradition of slurping toshikoshi soba, which literally means year-crossing noodles right at midnight. The tradition started in Japan during the Edo period between the 1600s and the mid-1800s because of the ease of cutting noodles with chopsticks, which represented welcoming a new year of ease, especially after a challenging one. When Michael's father couldn't stay up till midnight anymore, Michael and I continued with this fun tradition for a few years until a couple of New Year's Eves when we were too tired to stay up till midnight. Oh, the fun of getting older. Now we imagine a different way to ring in the new year each New Year's Eve. Even though the transition from one year to the next is quite, well, arbitrary, since the measure of time is merely an agreed-upon system and not truly a natural occurrence, other than that one year is roughly based on one when the Earth completes its one final revolution around the sun. Plus, depending on where you are on the Earth, you could have a variety of different times when the clock strikes midnight over a 24-hour period. Yet the energy and consciousness created by culture has an enormous effect on everyone and everything. One of the effects is the beginning of a new year is a powerful time for creating and ushering in new beginnings in our lives. Even Mother Nature seemed to agree Where we live now, since the rainy and chilly days and nights leading up to New Year's Day suddenly seem to turn into a most gorgeous sunny early spring morning on the 1st of January 2022, just as I had predicted to Michael. 
It felt like we woke up to a new year and a new beginning on January 1st. Since this is our very first show of 2022, we thought it would be fun to explore your psychic life, creativity, and new beginnings today. So what do your psychic life, creativity, and new beginnings have to do together? First and foremost, without your psychic life, which is another way of saying your soul life, you wouldn't be alive. And being alive is certainly the basic expression of your creativity. You are immortal as a spiritual being or a soul. Only here in this world is there the experience of being born and dying, a beginning and an ending. In spirit, everything is, and there are no beginnings or endings. So, new beginnings are only in relation to you as a soul incarnated in a body here on earth. You can say that you are an eternal being experiencing life in this world with everything beginning and ending. Nothing stays the same and nothing is permanent here. It's quite a shock to a soul whose real home is in limitlessness and timelessness, which also means no change. As a soul, you incarnate here into a body and express your inner creativity through the body. You could jump up and down and scream and shout and sing and dance as you express your inner soul creativity, or you can sit there quietly and express it in physical silence and stillness. As a soul, you are fully creative all of the time, even when you're sleeping. In a sense, you could say that your creativity is life itself. Just like life is always going on in some form or another, you are expressing your life and creativity in some form or another all the time. In terms of your creative expression, new beginnings have to do with the form through which you express your creativity. It is only the form of your creative expression that has a beginning and an ending. Life and your creativity continue on always. New beginnings in your life happen whenever you decide to make a new form through which you express who you are in the world. So, all your creativity comes from within you as a spirit, that is, as an eternal soul. The space and energy in which your creative power resides is your psychic life. That is why all of your abilities are within you as that eternal soul, too. If you examine every one of your so-called psychic abilities, you would find that they all have to do with communicating yourself as the mortal, immortal soul that you are while you are here. And I'm going to repeat that. And that is, that is why all of your psychic abilities are within you as that eternal soul. If you examine every one of your so-called psychic abilities, you would find that they all have to do with communicating yourself as the immortal soul that you are while you are here. They are all ways in which you express your creativity, which is to say, communicate. For example, with your clairvoyance, you discern the truth from all that is illusory in the world. You not only see the eternal truth with your clairvoyance, but you also express who you are in the form of images or symbols. With your clear audience, you communicate through the forms of sounds in a certain bandwidth of frequencies in a somewhat lower range than you do with your clairvoyance. Telekinesis 
is your sole ability to move energy with your awareness. Everyone does that all the time, yet most of us don't notice it usually because the movement doesn't necessarily translate into physical movement of physically tangible objects, although sometimes it does. The great percentage of the telekinetic expression of our creative power happens on a more subtle energy level. Only when one's telekinesis directly manifests on what we would call the dense physical plane with the physically observable movement of objects do most people even acknowledge the ability of telekinesis. The more well-known examples in the world are like spoon-bending demonstrations of telekinetic ability of people like Uri Geller. Then again, if you've ever seen a demonstration of a Tai Chi master throwing an opponent without physically touching them, you're witnessing that level of telekinesis use. Telekinesis could be thought of as true mind over matter, but then again, matter is just energy. So on a lot more subtle levels of energy that you can't perceive with your physical senses, you are using your telekinesis all of the time, moving energies around. Yes, I'm, I'm just moving energy right now. <laughs> uh, yes, in one of our earlier shows, I mentioned that one use I had for telekinesis was in cooking. I often use telekinesis to move the energy of the food I'm preparing to enhance the taste and other experience of eating it. Spoken like a true cancer sign. <laughs> yes. And I've noticed that uh, my younger son is, is a, a very fine chef. And he, I watch him cooking and, and he uses his telekinesis and really making uh, everything he makes exquisite both in appearance and in taste. And energy. And energy. Yeah, energy. Well, taste is energy, too. Flavor is energy. It's all energy. Ah, so we're using our telekinetic type of ability along with all of our other psychic abilities all the time in, in our everyday experience. I also use the example of using my telekinetic ability to prevent that extra grocery bag that was, you know, more than I can easily carry, <laughs> but I picked it up anyway on top of all the other grocery bags. And you know how you, when you're doing that and you're carrying too much and one starts to kind of fall over and ah, using my telekinesis, I was able to keep it from completely going over and dropping on the floor or everything uh, until I was able to put all those bags down somewhere. Great musicians use their telekinesis, telekinesis to, to enhance the sound and feel of their music. That's part of what makes the difference between two people playing the exact same notes on the same instrument, and yet one's performance expresses so much more than the others. Ah, one's using their telekinesis more to shape and form their music as well. Whereas the other ones may be just playing it directly, like, okay, this is a physical instrument and I'm playing the right notes. It's like a computer, which doesn't have life form in it. After all, sound is vibration and your consciousness directly impacts energy or vibration. Yeah. So everything 
you think, everything you're aware of directly impacts whatever energy you're relating to. The reason we're using telekinesis as one psychic ability that's a common ex creative expression of every soul is that even amongst most people who may have some idea of what telekinesis is, the ability is thought of as a very rare ability possessed by the rarest of psychics. Of course, that popular misconception comes from the fact that the only times telekinesis is even mentioned is when someone visibly moves a physical object at least some physically perceivable distance. Like Raphael was saying, Uri Geller, bending a spoon or a fork or, or a Tai Chi master pushing over opponents without touching them. And everybody goes, whoa, that's, that's phenomenal. Like they're the only ones who can do that. Well, most of us probably can't push over opponents without touching them <laughs> or bend spoons or forks. Yes. You know, when I was growing up, I grew up in Japan, right? And so I used chopsticks. And every time I tried to use my telekinesis to bend the chopstick, they just broke. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Anyway. <laughs> you got to have fun with all of this stuff, right? <laughs> so it's much more difficult for someone who isn't aware of their clairvoyance to validate when someone uses their telekinesis to prevent something from happening. Now, when someone, again, like Yuri Geller or Tai Chi Master or somebody, uses their telekinesis on an obviously physical level where it affects physical things and people, it's much more difficult for most people to validate when someone uses their telekinesis to prevent something from happening instead of making something happen, right? So, like in the case Raphael mentioned uh, a few episodes ago in our show, she used her telekinesis to prevent the swerving RV that just leaned over on just the two, you know, two left-sided wheels, tires, and on the freeway. We were just behind them. And she just said, no. <laughs> and she, grounded. Yeah, she grounded the whole vehicle, and the vehicle just went whoop and went right back on all four uh, wheels. If you pay attention, people use their telekinesis even in physically noticeable ways a lot more often than most people might recognize. They just don't associate the two, right? One person's telekinesis and something happening on a physical level, they just go, oh, something happened. We're talking about a few of the multitude of forms your daily creative expression takes, especially in ways that most people wouldn't easily consider to be their creative expression. Of course, all of it, whatever form it might take, comes from you living your psychic life. The more of your psychic life you live in your incarnation, the more you access and express your innermost creative power. It's your creative power that you use to literally breathe life into whatever you say, do, or produce in life. You probably know a few people in your life that you might consider are the 
life of the party people, mm -hmm. right? Why do you feel that they are the life of the party? Well, because when each of those people walk into a room with other people, everything seems to come more alive, right? Yeah, they walk in and, oh, you know, even if everybody stops talking because they walk in and they look at them and, oh, all kinds of stuff starts to happen. What makes them uh, that life of any party or gathering or event? Well, they naturally breathe that creative energy of life into whatever they say, do, and produce more than others you might know. You can say that pretty much anyone who is a healer is in some way a life of the party because the person they help heal comes more alive in some way after communicating or spending time with that healer, right? Yeah, we've all experienced that. Sometimes a healer might feel like he or she is quite shy and introverted and far from being the life of any party. Yet, you can't deny that after spending a little time with them or communicating with them even over the phone, you feel better and feel at least a little more alive than before you had that experience with them. Believe it or not, we're already coming upon our first break. And this is the time when we talk about our upcoming events that we would like you to know about. We wanted to remind you that our New Year's special Remote for Teleclass plus bonus Zoom event is this Saturday, January 8th and Sunday, January 9th. That's this weekend. The theme for the event is Heal Your Energy and Your Pathway for 2022. And I'm going to give you the names of the four teleclasses because you can attend one or all of them. You know, as many as you like. The first one on Saturday morning is, is it? Fate or free will, see your future to heal your future now. The afternoon class on Saturday, this Saturday, what's in your new year? Psychic energy work to see and clear your way for 2022. And then Sunday morning is teamwork to take big steps in 2022, how to work with your spirit guides to fulfill your soul purpose. And the Sunday afternoon class is From Wishful Thinking to Creative Manifestation, Getting Yourself to the Present to Create Your Future. Plus, anyone who participates in at least one of the four teleclasses this weekend will be invited to our popular bonus Zoom post-teleseminar Q&A talk story and social with both Michael and myself which will start half an hour after the completion of the fourth teleclass on Sunday. Check out all the details on our website, January events calendar, newsletters, and social media posts, or call our office at 530-926-2650. Noelle is back in the office now. Call her weekdays during business hours, regular business hours specific time if you have any questions or to sign up. We will return in just a couple of minutes to your psychic life, creativity, and new beginnings. We will be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. 
Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award winning book by Michael J. Tamora, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamora.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. We've been exploring your psychic life and how it impacts your creativity and how your creativity can promote your psychic and spiritual growth. We've also been looking at how living your psychic life and expressing yourself creatively helps you create wonderful new beginnings in your life. So let's continue with all of that. Yeah, before the break, I was talking about being the life of the party, right? (laughs) Which really means you're expressing your creativity, which is essentially what living is, isn't it? All of life, all of living is each of us expressing our inner creativity as souls, as spiritual beings. Yeah, that's where, again, that's why the importance of living your psychic life more. And because that's where life comes from, (laughs) right? (laughs) It comes from your inner being in your inner spirit. That's where creative power is. So when we live, we're breathing life, not only into our own selves, but breathing life into the world. This is part of the reason that we're always supporting and promoting you living more of your psychic life. On a basic level, everyone is living at least a minimum of their psychic life, whether they know it or not, because they wouldn't be living here if they didn't. But there's a wide range between those who are barely alive here and those who are definitely the life of many parties. The main difference is how much of their soul life they are living at the time, unknowingly or knowingly. Naturally, the more aware you become of the psychic life you are living, the more you will start to live it. The more you live it, the more you would express your inner soul creative power and breathe more life into everything you say, do, and produce in the world. 
The other thing is that if you are not aware of all that creative power you're constantly using, you can definitely say, do, or produce things in your life that you might regret afterwards or that hurt others. In fact, countless times every day, people unknowingly and unintentionally hurt one another on a psychic level. Sometimes even those who are very loving with the best of intentions can unwittingly hurt someone else. This is part of the age-old adage that says, first, do no harm. Those words of wisdom may have been associated with one of the tenets of the practice of medicine, but they apply to everyone in everyday life. One of the things that I regularly find in my regular review of various parts of my life so far is how unconscious I was earlier in my life. <laughs> I always joke that my single greatest psychic ability is that of retrocognition. <laughs> you don't hear that too often, <laughs> but it's the ability to know the past long after you've lived it. <laughs> Most people are interested in the psychic ability of precognition, especially at this time of the year, right? Uh, which is being able to see or know the future. I'm not that interested in that, but I have learned time and again that I know my past way better now than I ever did in my past. One of my recurring lessons is that of my ignorance in my past. Right As we grow and learn more, and then we look back at how we were or what we did way back many years ago, ah, we become aware of, wow, I was really clueless. Things that are so clear to me now, I simply had no clue sometime earlier in my life. It's quite funny, actually. But with that awareness comes the realization of how often I hurt someone else's feelings or situation in life while I was completely oblivious to that at the time, even intending to be helpful or thought I was most loving at the time. That has helped me understand forgiveness since I observe the same in others pretty much on a daily basis in the world. I've experienced so many times what Jesus meant when he said on his way to his crucifixion, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I found that as soon as I realized that someone stepped on my toes in some way because they were unconscious or ignorant of what they were doing, they didn't really do what I thought they did. I discovered that my experience of what they did was not based on the truth. When I discovered that for myself, that truth sets me free from my previous suffering. It's when we forgive that we create our new beginnings in living our life here. Until we forgive, we live very much in our past and not the wonderful parts of our past, but those parts of our past we have not yet seen the truth of and forgiven. The beginning of the new year is a time that so many of us consider new beginnings in our lives, especially <laughs> after a couple of very challenging years, right, for many of us. 
and for the whole world. Just like Raphael mentioned, the Toshikoshi Soba uh, slurping the noodles. Ah, it started because somebody decided, oh yeah, noodles are easy to cut. So if we slurp on these long noodles, not only do we have long life, but it's going to be an easier life this year, right? Well, at least that's the hope when we're eating the Toshikoshi Soba. Well, with new beginnings being considered, okay, that makes the new year, while it's still new and fresh, as a time first to review where we are still hung up in our past experiences. The hurt we may have been nursing when so-and-so did such-and-such, and we judged and blamed them for ruining something important to us. When we are willing to let go of those judgments and stop assigning cause over our own experience to someone or something outside of ourselves, we take our first steps to forgiving our past regrets and disappointments and hurts and free ourselves from continuing to be a hostage to them. Each time we forgive, we clear our creative deck for creating new beginnings in our life. Once you clear your creative deck for creating new beginnings, you can say that even the sky no longer is your limit. You regain more of the limitlessness of your being. Now, what would you like to experience more in your life? And when you create your new beginnings, don't create the new in reaction to the old. If you do, it wouldn't really be new, would it? Because you haven't truly forgiven yourself of the old. You're still reacting to it. <clears throat> ah. So instead, create something fresh and new. Give life to something new. Let your limitless imagination take flight. What would you imagine for your life if you didn't imagine the limits you believe in? I wanted to add it to that, uh, add to that too, in the sense of when you create a vision for what you would like to create in the present, um, you're actually in a new year situation like this. You're also adding to what everyone else is putting out into the world. So this is much more, it's not just your individual, um, let's say, creation or what we would call mock-up, but it's for what everyone puts out there. So when we go through two difficult years in the entire world, you know, there's not any other time, I think, in our lives that we can ever say that, that the whole world is like we're all going through the same thing. And if people are putting that thought out, it can't be like 2020 or it can't be like 2020 and 2021 and put that negative on it. You know, I don't want something. How the universe works is it hears the I would like or I want this. You know, this is what I'm creating, but it doesn't hear the not in there. I do not want this. So if you're saying I do not want something, the not drops out and you're saying you want it. And if there's a whole planet of people saying, I don't want this, um, there's a possibility of creating, it's, it's an energetic thing, is a possibility of creating a difficult year again. So don't add your do not to 
you know, however many people are putting that do not out there, rather stay solid in that, uh, you know, the positive energy that we create on New Year's Eve. I love it. You know, you can feel the world rejoicing. Oh, we made it through another year and this is a new fresh beginning. So let's use that fresh beginning energy to start something good. You know, that we're not saying I don't want something that happened in the past. And it's it's like magic when you are able to start to maintain this. You know, an, another way that uh, I'm going to put this idea into another more personal place for some of you, those of you that have a birthday today, happy birthday. <laughs> I'm going to talk about birthdays a little bit. It is a birthday is a personal beginning, right? It's a personal uh, regardless of what you think about your birthday or you're getting too old or maybe you never had good experiences on your birthday, you can always change the energy on that. But for most of us, we love our birthdays. You know, we were validated with birthday parties as children and so on. And so birthdays come around and it's almost like a little bit of that same New Year's magic that you have. Um, but it's for you because it's your birthday and every other person on the planet, one, one, three hundred and sixty five, uh, people around the world. Did I say that right? Have the same birthday as you. So there's, you know, millions of people with the same birthdays as, as you, but this is really a, for you. So this year, my birthday comes around on November 17th, which is, um, a week before Thanksgiving and a month before a month and a half before Christmas, which is really fun. I always say I was born just in time for the holidays. And so it's a magical time for me. And this year, just before my birthday, I was thinking about, you know, we're still unpacking boxes from our move a year ago. I have a few in my one of my offices. And I was unpacking a box, thinking about something that I really wished would show up. It, it had, um, you know, some meaning to me, something Michael gave me, a pen and pencil set that was gold-plated, and I hadn't seen it in a couple of years. I thought it maybe got either lost or still was in one of these unpack, unpacked boxes. Well, later, maybe a week or so later, was my birthday day, and I was standing at the sink Uh, washing some cups and suddenly I felt something it was like there was this little tingle feeling in my body and then I felt something and there was a little sound and then something landed on my feet and I looked down and there's that pen and pencil set it was in a green box with a the gold label of the brand name on it there it was right on my feet A, a birthday present on my birthday from spirit it was something I already owned but had lost or was missing somehow. And, you know, it would be so easy to invalidate something like that when it happens. Oh, this must have been sitting on the counter. Well, I couldn't do that because the counter is white and it had nothing on it. So it came out of thin air. It, it somehow dropped from the point of my knees down to my feet. And I was very happy to get a hello from Spirit that they helped me find a lost object for my birthday present. That's a new beginning, you know, and also it's a pen and pencil set. It represents for me my earnestness and wanting to finish my book. Yeah, and just goes to show you that that um, gifts, birthday gifts, don't have to be expensive. They don't have to be something that's uh, anything particular. No, 
it's 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 a gift. And like Raphael said, this was a gift from spirit. You'll find that the gift from spirit is always life. Yeah? Well, creativity. It gives you what did that give Raphael? Aside from her pen and pencil set. <laughs> which I'm so glad I have. Yeah, which which, you know, she can she can go get a pen on pen and pencil set anytime she wants to. But oh yes, it had a little bit of a sentimental value. But the real gift was the gift of life, new life, new beginnings, right? That just reminds her, wait a minute, is this a miracle? Well, most people would consider a miracle when they experience something like this because it's completely out of the ordinary. It's not the way things normally work here. It just pops in from nowhere. Ah, So it's a reminder, a little nudge, a gift saying, remember this, Raphael, you know, miracle. You're living the miracle. And look around and notice it's way more than stop and smell the roses. Look around and notice all the miracles that are happening in your life. And that gives you inspiration. Inspiration is breathing in spirit, being here, more present. Ah, which is exactly the first thing you have to do to create a new beginning of any sort is breathe new life which means you have to be in the present. You have to be, you have to be present here as the psychic being, as the soul that you are. Because the more you're here, the more you're present in the present moment, the more access you have to that limitless creative power within you as spirit. The more you're spaced out, the more you're worried about the future, the more you're uh, regretting and guilty and hung up and angry about the past, you're not here in the present. So first step for creating a new is be here in the present. Our second break is coming up, and we wanted to remind you to please friend us on Facebook by looking up Michael and Raphael Tamora Living the Miracle Radio Show. We appreciate your comments and feedback on our posts. Also, if you're interested in what we're up to, when and where, please sign up for our free newsletter on our website, michaeltamora.com, and even get your free MP3 download of the two-hour introductory class to our comprehensive audio self-study course, Psychic Tools and Life Mastery Practices for Living Your Soul's Purpose. In just a bit, we'll be back with more about your psychic life, creativity, and new beginnings. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. 
incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must-read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back. We've been exploring your psychic life creativity, and new beginnings. Living more of your psychic life definitely upgrades your creativity and how you express yourself creatively will help you grow spiritually. And since the beginning of a new year is a great time to create something new, let's continue with our topic for today. Well, I just told a little story about um, having a pen and pencil set come back to me out of the blue, out of the uh, ether, so to speak, and landing on my feet after making a thought about it. I didn't even tell Michael or anything. It, it was just a thought about it a few weeks earlier. What I didn't tell you was in, in that uh, time period between the time I put that thought out there and that it actually appeared, I dreamed for three days straight of being with a friend of mine who is a, a, a well-known medium. And I couldn't remember what the whole dream was about, but I think he was preparing me for this. Um, in the world of the English-style uh, trained mediums, this is called apportation, being able to manifest something out of thin air. And eventually, some people become extremely good at this. It's not something we necessarily teach, but it does naturally develop in people who really work with their creativity and work with the, the spirit of creativity as part of themselves as a creation here in the, the world. So what kind of space do you put yourself in to create a new beginning in your life that you know will be wonderful? Well, Michael already spoke about being present. That's one of the most important things. I think when I was washing those cups at the sink, I was completely present in present time. I was happy. I was enjoying the fact that it was my birthday. We were about to have some people over and, um, Little did I know the house was going to be all decorated up, and, and I had ended up having a really wonderful birthday. But the other thing that I noticed when a, a day goes really well, or let's say something I really would like to create happens, part of it starts. You know, a, a creation just doesn't necessarily just come out of thin air like what I talked about. There is a preparation for it, and and there's even more to that story because there's not enough time on this show to tell it. But there was a preparation for that happening. So one of the things that I have discovered in working on mastering creativity is 
always, always being open to the new, being open to your intuitive thoughts and ideas, not not the critical ones that say don't do that or it's really stupid and, you know, that invalidates everything, but being open on that high spiritual level and and just being willing to try something new and create something new and different. Yeah, you know, as looking at first and foremost, what we've been talking about of being present. Well, guess what? You can remember this. When you're more present here and now, you are the gift, right? You're, you're present. <laughs> you don't have to wait for birthday or, or Christmas to be, to be the present. And your creative expression as, as, as a soul, as a psychic being, you're constantly communicating yourself, expressing your creativity outward in the world, whether to a particular person or just life in general. Here I am. You're constantly, remember your aura, the colors, the bands of colors around, around your body that you're, that's, every color is a different aspect of your creative expression. So you're, you're saying hello to the whole world, to all of life, to everyone all the time. But notice how often you might go, oh, I don't like that person, and you refuse to communicate, which is, uh, it's a little bit like an oxymoron, right? <laughs> because you're already communicating energetically, but then you're refusing to even look at them or, or communicate with them. Huh. But if you're present, you don't always have to say stuff because you're aware you're already communicating. You're already a total 100% creative being creating and expressing your inner creativity outward saying, this is who I am. This is where I'm at. This is how I feel. This is what I'm looking at. This is called living your psychic life is being aware that you're just this incredible creative being with limitless creative power that all it takes to to express that is huh remember you have an imagination you you're always imagining something before you can say anything you've imagined it before you could do anything you imagined it I mentioned this a few times before, world-class athletes. Doesn't matter if they're, they're bobsledders or ice skaters or tennis players or golf pros or whatever. The greatest athletes are all becoming aware. Chances of you winning is almost directly proportional to how well you could imagine doing what you need to do, making the basket or hitting the serve in the right place or making the, you know, quadruple uh, axle or whatever in skating, perfect landing, gymnastics. They're, they all prepare themselves by imagining them doing it over and over and over in their mind and doing it exactly the way they need to do it. Huh. And the ones that do it the best end up usually winning. 
So that's how it all works anyway. It's coming out that great celebrity athletes and people like that do that regularly as a part of their training. They have coaches to help them with that. Is to show the whole world, oh, guess what, everybody? You, you're all doing this anyway, except those who do it deliberately and with awareness are doing it to produce what they would like to produce, the new beginnings in their lives. Let's say, very simply, oh, you didn't win the last, last match or last tournament. New beginning for you would be winning this next one, right? Yeah, it's just that simple. New beginnings just means creating a new beginning. It just means you're creating a new form, a new energy level of expression. That's all. And everything begins with energy, not the final product that you're shooting for, not the goal that you're shooting for. That's not the new beginning. The new beginning is the new energy you're creating, the new life you're breathing into living your life. And once again, you can't do that if you're stuck in the past. If you're kicking yourself for the mistake you made yesterday or 20 years ago or four lifetimes ago, it doesn't make any difference because in spirit, there is no time. So if you're kicking yourself for a mistake you made five minutes ago or you're still kicking yourself for a mistake you made four lifetimes ago, it makes no difference. It's still you're kicking yourself. That's the diff- that's that's the only thing that matters is you're still kicking yourself. And if you're kicking yourself about the past, you are definitely not here in the present. And well, how about those of you who don't consider you're stuck in the past too much, but you're always worried about the future? The only way you could ever be worried about your future is if you're still stuck in the past. Right? Because what are you worried about? You're worried about, oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if this doesn't happen? What if 2020 and 2021 happen again? <laughs> yeah, that's still the past. You're, you're looking at exactly that. You're looking at what happened before that you didn't like, and you're projecting it into an uh, illusory future and saying, like, just like Raphael said not to do, is you're, you're saying, I don't want 2020 all over again. I don't want 2021 all over again. If you do that, you're going to be saying next New Year's Day, you're going to be saying, I don't want 2022 again. (laughs) (laughs) And you can live your entire life like that. But what if you decide, oh, I'll be in this present moment so I could be the gift. When you're the gift to life, to the world, you're the light of the world. You, you not only shine, but you give of yourself. You're breathing. You're the life of the party. You're breathing life. You're breathing new life into not only your life, but into the world. What could be better than that? What could be a better gift than that? And you get to be the gift, right? Because you're present. <laughs> Presents are gifts, right? <laughs> so you're present, you're the gift. 
you don't have to do something particular to be that gift because the gift is the gift of life. Just like earlier, you know, if you're a healer, even if you're a very shy, introverted healer and feel like, you know, you're too sensitive to, to go be in at parties and big gatherings and raucous affairs and everything mm-hmm. like that. No, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be loud and noisy and boisterous. You can give life. You could be the life of the party just by walking in or saying hello to a person and that person feels better. What don't you feel when you feel better on any level? Don't you feel more alive? It's when you feel lousy that you feel like, oh, I'm half dead. But when you feel great, you feel more alive. Why is that? Well, you feel good. You feel better because you have new life. That's a new beginning. So life is full of new beginnings. But oftentimes, especially if somebody's sick, a person who's really sick doesn't recognize, doesn't recognize a little bit of a new beginning, doesn't recognize, oh, wait a minute, I feel a, a tiny bit better. I'm, I'm on the mend. No, they go, I still feel bad. Ah, is the glass half empty or half full? Are you feeling a little bit better or you still feel mostly bad? Which is it? Ah, the person, when you're more present right here and right now, you start to breathe new life into your life. And you start to be aware of, much, much more aware that you feel a little tiny bit better than you still feel pretty bad. Oh, if you're in the past, you're, you're, you're going to completely believe, I still feel bad. It's when you're in the present where you notice, I'm not like what I was one second ago. One second ago, I felt 10 points bad. Now I only feel nine points bad, but one point better. So creating the visualization of moving forward, but not going into the future or being stuck on the past is one of the very important keys to this. So your thoughts are really powerful. Well, once again, we're at the end of our show for today. We are ever grateful that we get to spend this time with you every week. We hope you gained some new insights and helpful tools today. Be sure to join us next Wednesday to learn about children and your psychic development. Find out how how your psychic development profoundly benefits not only your own children, but any children you relate with and how children affect your soul growth and maybe even a little about you as a child once. Remember to sign up for and join us in our special New Year's remote teleclass weekend event happening this Saturday and Sunday, January 8th the 9th. That's this weekend. We'll be offering four amazing teleclasses and a bonus Zoom Q&A social to help you look at the road ahead, have fun making predictions for yourself, and to set the energy of the year for you to live your best year yet. For all the details, check our website events calendar for January 2022 or call our office and speak to our wonderful assistant, Noel at 530-926-2650 to sign up. 
Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.